0: Welcome, friends, to episode 55. I got it right at the beginning, because Eric just told me, of the battle for 1600, with me, Sebastian Gorka, former deputy assistant to the president, host of America First, and my co-host, none other than former special assistant to President Trump, strategic advisor to the Trump 2020 campaigner. Just... All-round good guy. We call him the Baron. Follow follow him at Boris EP on Twitter. Boris underscore Epstein on Instagram.
1: Baron, happy Friday. Happy Friday. Good Shabbos. Good <laughs> Shabbos.
0: Thank you kindly. Thank you kindly. Um, where to begin? I, I have so many things I want to talk to you about. We have to talk about <laughs> the Alaska Summit Utter disaster. But let's go back in time a little bit. Let's start with the latest example of how truly, deeply cynical the left has become with these shootings eight people murdered by this psychotic individual we know we know nothing nothing about this person except he was a customer at these massage parlors it's all we know he he clearly wasn't a racist because if you're a racist you don't go uh, to an Asian massage parlor multiple times, that would be a very peculiar kind of racist. But that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. Uh, If you're a representative, Judy Chu, uh, this is what you say when the bodies are still warm. This is video cut five, play cuts.
1: Our hearts are still broken about the murder of eight people
0: in Georgia, eight of them uh, being in these Asian
1: spa businesses and six of them being immigrant Asian women. But actually, this day was coming because it's been a whole year of ugly rhetoric by Donald Trump, who used the word China virus, Wuhan virus, and even Kung flu to describe COVID-19.
0: But it's not just one representative nobody's ever heard of. It's actually coming from the White House, Baron. This is the president's Press Secretary Jen Psaki play video cut six.
1: You know, I I think there's no question that uh, some of the damaging rhetoric uh, that we saw uh, during the prior administration, uh, blaming, uh, you know, calling COVID, uh, you know, the Wuhan virus or other things. led to, um, you know, um, perceptions of the Asian American community that are inaccurate, unfair, uh, have uh, raised, um, you know, threatening, uh, have, has elevated threats against uh, Asian Americans, and we're seeing that uh, around the country.
0: Now, Boris, I can could I be... I say, could,
1: can I just say one thing there? No, you can say a lot There's,
0: of things. You can say a lot of things. More on style. Go ahead. Go, say, say, say
1: something on style first before I, I go in. That was so distracting. You know what was distracting about that as a comms professional? The salad uh, the honor that she was thing. wearing on her blouse. <laughs> that was St. Patrick's Day. God bless whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the lettuce was a little dis- distracting. Are you, about
0: the, the, are you talking about the color contrast of the, the copper red hair and the purple dress? I mean, that's called clashing if you're in art school.
1: No, that's not it. I mean, I don't know. I don't know.
0: Tell, enlighten me, Baron.
1: There was one word, who, as somebody who ran surrogate messaging in 2016, was communications director for the inaugural assistant with you at the White House when you were there, assistant communications director. There was one word that stuck out in that whole piece from John Sackey. It was um. <laughs> she said uh, literally almost every other word. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and but,
0: but Boris, start, this is only the second time she's been a press secretary in her life.
1: <laughs> and she's also been a White House comms director before. She was press secretary of the State Department. <laughs> now she's the White House press secretary. She was communications director at the White House. When you start public speaking and you talk to any professionals, whether and you I'm sure you run into this, they tell you very simple things. Don't say um, don't say like. And don't, <laughs> say,
0: and don't say circle back 12 times in three minutes.
1: No filler. Don't use filler words. Use words, and that was just embarrassing for a white. That was not good enough for a press secretary of a local school board somewhere in Wichita. Okay, yeah. that is embarrassing. That our country, and I'm actually upset about it, our country, the United States of America, which has produced the best and the brightest, the best and the brightest from, and and to which the best and the brightest come from all over the world. That's who. That's the best we have for a press secretary. Can't even string two words together. Sebastian. Well, well, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna.
0: I think we're, we're gonna stay on that theme of of the Biden bench when we talk about what's happening in Alaska. But, but let me, let me.
1: Sorry to take that side. Yeah, outside.
0: Let, let me respond to. Let, let me just say something with regards to what we just heard. We could be just, you know, cold. We could be methodical and say, so calling it the China flu or the Wuhan flu. If that's racist or that creates violence, then I'd like to know why Lyme disease hasn't seen Connecticut attacked. I'd like to know why. I'm not
1: going to let you sit here, Sebastian. (laughs) I'm not going to let you sit here, okay, and defame (laughs) Connecticut's. Uh, okay. And yes, a Connecticut in King sure Arthur's Court. Or, or the Brazilian
0: strain, the Brazilian strain of COVID. Are we seeing the Brazilian waxing stores being attacked? So number one, it's has got... You went there, didn't you? You went there. I had nice. to. I had to go. There. So, so we can laugh about it. We can say the the internal logic is so bankrupt, it beggars What's belief. What's virus? West Nile virus, we can, go, uh, we can go MERS, Middle Eastern Respiratory Syndrome, on and on and on. But the point here is that we have to be serious. You know, As guys that worked for the president, we have to be deadly serious. We have a congresswoman and the current president's press secretary blame, blame Donald Trump for a multiple murder.
1: Well, How did we get here, Boris? The congressman also lied. President Trump never said Kung Flu. Yeah. That was something that a CBS reporter claimed she overheard. Waged, the CBS reporter claimed she overheard from a White House official she would never say who it was. It's just like Joanne Reed's hacking of her or hacking. Oh, of yes. Quote-unquote
0: hacking, right.
1: The hacking, right? So that is just a lie perpetrated by the media, picked up by the, picked up by the left, and that is how it works. Right? We've talked about this. That is how the synergy between the lying mainstream media, most of it, and the liberal left works. But, but, but hang on a second. Like there, guys, we, we're kind
0: of inured to it to a certain extent in terms of the media. So we look at the last four years and we're kind of used to Rachel Maddow with a truly deranged Russia, Russia, Russia. I've got his tax returns. But, Boris, we're talking about the president's press secretary.
1: Isn't that different qualitatively? Well, when the president's press secretary was just a CNN contributor two seconds ago, it right. isn't actually that, that different, right. right? Again, this is the synergy. This is the cabal you have between the left, the Democrats, big tech, and mainstream media. That's how it works. They're all in cahoots together, and they're working the system of putting false information out there. Then it gets picked up by, you know, say a politician puts something false out there, then it gets picked up by the media, and no matter what, now it's, it's, it's spinning, or vice versa. You've got a, the media putting false information, politicians pick it up, and then the media picks it back up. So yeah. that's what they're doing to us. That's what they're doing to the former president. But here's the best part. They're, they're still so deranged by Donald Trump. They literally want to blame him for everything. For everything. There was a terrible shooting in Atlanta it's Donald Trump's fault. He's not president anymore guys yeah they're, and, and, the, and, and the, what about what about the fact that Apple picked it up the stairs as president
0: <laughs> What about the fact that two of the people murdered weren't Asian? Does that mean that Donald Trump is responsible for six but not two or does it mean that because they're Caucasian or Hispanic their lives don't matter? I mean who are the real racists here Boris? Okay, Sebastian. Right. Am I missing oh, something?
1: Yes. Okay. Explain. You trying to, you're trying to reason? <laughs> are you trying to use logic? Sebastian, this is Democrat and mainstream media politics. Yeah. There's no such thing. There's, these are the people who perpetrated the Russia hoax. For four these years. These are the people who, who right. pretended that an interview by a former Democrat senior staff official in the White House, who now works for ABC, George Stephanopoulos... With a Democrat president is somehow hard hitting and by the way, <laughs> Biden even found a way to to mess that up okay we we are living in a world where logic and reason are out the window, yeah, but what you do have is this ancestral relationship between the left, the Democrats, big tech, and mainstream media Marjorie Taylor green's Twitter account was suspended. By accident, by Twitter.
0: Is that what they're saying now? Because I saw it was just suspended this morning. Now they say on the on the day, because we had Marjorie on the show yesterday, just as we found out that they want to expel her from Congress, expel her. And the morning after, her Twitter account is suspended. I wanted to ask you exactly I, about that. You did a Vulcan mind as usual. So unpack that one, Boris. That's yeah,
1: Marjorie Taylor Green who has is one of sort of the new anger points for the left right she's she's the new touch point where they she, really she's, get, she's the new like, Trump proxy she's the new person they really can't stand it's her it's Tucker Carlson it's you sometimes it's but right now it's her okay and her Twitter account gets suspended somebody approaches her. oh we're so sorry it was just an accident. It was an accident that we deplatformed a sitting United States congresswoman who happens to be an outspoken conservative. It was just an accident. When are those accidents going to start happening to Democrats? <laughs> right. What's Nancy Pelosi's account getting suspended by accident?
0: Yeah, it would be nice right. if, uh, on the day that she went to get reelected as speaker if then Twitter suddenly suspended her account on that day. Well, that would be interesting.
1: It's the same thing you know, with, with voter fraud. Why do they never find thousands of Democrat ballots under a rock somewhere? Right, it's always Republican. Oh, we missed, we lost these. It was just an honest mistake, guys. We're sorry. We're in Georgia, or we're in, in in you know inner city Pennsylvania. We just lost these ballots. It was just an honest mistake. If anybody believes any of that, from Marjorie Taylor Greene's Twitter account being suspended by accident to Republican or Trump votes being lost by accident. DM me. I have got a highway to sell you around Washington, D.C. In Burk- Burkina Faso.
0: Right. Okay.
1: Um, you always there's a prince in Africa. He sent some emails. The Nigerian
0: prince has got a highway to sell uh, via Boris. Uh, put this into historic context for us or political context. Uh, we, we don't know. The threat yesterday was that this vote is going to be held today. What happens? What, what is the precedent-setting value if they manage to do this to a Republican who's already been stripped of her committee appointments.
1: Expelling a, a rightfully elected sitting member of Congress because you disagree with her would be almost unfathomable in a way, but it would set a precedent, the same way they've done with impeachment now, right? You better believe, as soon as Republicans get control of the House of 2022, which I believe is going to happen, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris... Impeached, okay? Probably not removed because because the Senate will still be closed. But that that's what's gonna happen. All right. So the same way that the Democrats have cheapened impeachment, the same way that they have cheapened deliberations, and remember, it was the Democrats who got rid of the filibuster for judges. It was the Democrats. Thanks, guys. Thanks for Gorsuch, thanks for Kavanaugh, thanks for Amy Coney Barrett. Okay, thanks, Harry Reid. Hope retirement's treating you well. But the same way the Democrats have done all these things, they're doing it to to this sham of a process against Marjorie Taylor Greene. You could disagree with things she've said, and and you and I have disagreed with certain things that she's put on Facebook before, whatever it may be. But I've dealt with Marjorie Taylor Greene. Let me tell you something. I'm a a billion percent Jewish. My name is Boris Epstein, right? There's no mistake in it. She's never been, been anything but respectful and kind and thoughtful in dealing with me. And I would urge People to try to find Democrat lawmakers who treat people the same way.
0: Right, right. Uh, you mentioned the filibuster. How much danger is it in, Boris?
1: It's on a lot of danger. It's a lot. Of, that's on a lot of danger. The amount of judge, justices in the Supreme Court are in danger. The, the 50 states are in danger with potentially two more statehoods. The liberals are unhinged. You see that in the $1.9 trillion stimulus package, money from which, Sebastian, nobody knows where it's going. They got $350 billion for Democrat cities and states. Nobody knows where the money is going. They've got this guy Sperling now. He may come on and oversee it, but it's just a Democrat boondoggle. It's a so slush fund. It's a slosh fund. The liberals are unhinged, and they're going to try to get everything because they're getting ready. They are getting ready to lose the House, I believe, in 2022. And then and the other question is, who's going to be the president? I... I this is completely apolitical and i'll tell you even this, hang
0: on did boris I, just say he's going to be completely apolitical
1: apolitical hang
0: on hang on hang on i'm going to see if there's any porky jet planes flying out here any poor sign flying no nope, no nope, there's no pigs flying carry on carry on he's going to be apolitical i need to
1: hear this how about this as apolitical as i can be okay? <laughs> better <laughs> as apolitical as i can be you know me too well Joe Biden being this country's president is an absolute and total embarrassment. And I'll tell you this. I actually didn't tweet about him going up the stairs today. You know, it's just not my bag. Okay? That's what he's, you know, he fell the Baron. Bunch.
0: The Baron is a little bit
1: nicer than me, but we always knew that. Carry on. But that, that's what makes such a good team, right? <laughs> good cup, cup, right? Good cup, bad cup. Good cup, bad cup. Good cup, back cup. Because let's be honest, nobody cares if Boris Epstein and whatever followers I have tweets about. It's already out there. The point is this. The point is, yesterday, you have one of our strongest adversaries, our biggest adversaries, and in, in Vladimir Putin wished Joe Biden good health. And today, the poor chap can't get up the stairs. <laughs> and you know what? I'll tell you this. I've known Joe Biden's family went to college with a bunch of, you know. Oh, so now you, it's
0: people. all coming out.
1: Oh, okay. Just, and I it wasn't was like best friends and hanging out and braiding whatever's left of each other's hair. But, you know, <laughs> Joe Biden, apparently, you know, whatever, he's just a guy, right? But and it's, it's a little bit sad to see this person who's completely disintegrated. You look at his eyes. You look at how he's acting. He used to have these blue eyes. Now he's got black eyes. Steve Bannon talks about this a good amount. He's totally changed. You have a man who's obviously not there anymore, OK? And on a personal level, I do kind of feel bad for him. I'm, I'm, I cannot understand how his wife, Dr. Jill Biden, not that kind of doctor. Dr. Joe Biden allows him to continue to be out there and to continue to, uh, you know, to continue to put himself in harm's way. But the bigger issue is this: this isn't about a man, and it's not about a man's health. It's about where we are as a country. And when it's as easy for our, one of our biggest adversaries to poke fun at us by saying, "Let's do a live debate," when everybody knows Biden's not up for it, that's a huge problem. When you've got Tucker Carlson comparing Joe Biden to Brezhnev, and you know, I was born, you know, I, I I was born right after Brezhnev passed away. Okay. The, com- uh, the comrade was- with the eyebrows. Right, the, the eyebrow comrade. I think he died in early 82, maybe, maybe, anyway, I was, I, I was born the same year he died, okay? But my parents still, they lived it, they talk about it, right? This was a country without a leader, the Soviet Union, right? It went from being, you know, this sort of, you know, it, a revolutionary tr- runaway train of murder and death and industry and war that you couldn't say it was sleepy. In the twenties, thirties, and forties, to then by the end of seventies and early eighties, being a disintegrated country because its leadership all aged, right. and they had these skeletons running the country.
0: Yeah, yeah, people, they, the, ch- they, 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 had the, 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 the gerontocracy so, of, of
1: the Soviet Union. It was pathetic. It was pathetic, and it was a, it was a, it was a worldwide laughing stock, and it was a laughing stock inside. Here's something people may not know. You know people know that Brezhnev, uh, Chernenko, and Dropov were a laughing stock around the world, right? But what people don't know is that they were a laughing stock within the country. Yeah. It killed the morale in the Soviet Union. And the morale which in nineteen forty five, after having won World War II and, and then especially after Stalin died, was somewhat on the way up, right? And but then having no active leadership having no vibrancy in the leadership sapped that morale and then disintegrated the country. And I'm not saying that the United States is going to fall apart in 10 years. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is having a leader in Joe Biden, who's obviously not there anymore, who's a laughingstock of the world, who's a laughingstock inside the country, is going to do nothing but hurt our country. So that to the Democrats, I know you're already thinking about it, but get that 25th Amendment ready. And as much as I'm going to hate having Kamala Harris as our president because I think Kamala Harris is one of the least talented, mo- most hypocritical, least authentic politicians in American history. We at least have to have somebody functioning in that Oval Office. I mean it, it, and Joe Biden just isn't cutting it. That's, but it
0: doesn't that, but it, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter who they replace him with because it, it's not just a question of biden 's cognitive incapacity or his physical frailty, as demonstrated today when he he stumbled three times uh, going up the stairs onto Air Force One, we have to look at the events of yesterday it 's not just the man who is incapable the you know and this is what i 'm going to talk about on the show today on America first when you have the Biggest adversary, Russia's an issue, but you know Russia's GDP is you know, half of California's. It's not. It's not a geostrategic. strategic. It may have eleven time zones, but it doesn't have the navy that China has. It doesn't that have. The, the the, it's not a heavy hitter in terms of GDP growth and so forth. When you have this, you have a summit, and this is the real key thing: a summit between our Secretary of State and Communist China. On U.S. territory, this is a, this this is even more damning that this is occurring on the territory of Alaska, and the Chinese delegation openly on camera wipes the floor with Tony Blinken biden's secretary of state with what argument it wasn't some crazy thing he he didn't he didn't get you know Mao's little red book off the shelf and start quoting things from the 1950s he quoted biden and the democrat talking points back to us he said well you're the country with racial unrest you're the country that has black lives matter boris it doesn't matter who's in the Oval Office. Absolutely. This is when the roosters come home. You know that with your own, you are being undermined by your party's own vocabulary. This is what we have sunk into
1: in fifty-eight days, Boris. When you have a country in which half the political population—I think less than half the voting, well, whatever, maybe about half are obsessed with denigrating your own country, how are you going to face off against your adversaries? Bingo, that's the point. If you cannot, if your house isn't in order, you are going to be a disaster. Uh, You'll get annihilated. And and, and by the way, if you look at all the hegemons of the last, I'll go back, 2,000 years, from the the Roman Republic and Roman Empire to the Mongols, to to Spain, to Britain, to the Soviet Union, Nazi Germany in some way, United States. China is the worst one for us to face off against. Do you know why? Why? Because they're on a four thousand year clock. (laughs) Yes.
0: Their sense of time their sense of time isn't oh great, it's Friday.
1: (laughs) No, there's no elections. There's you know, it just doesn't matter. They're there, they're gonna wait us out. And, 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 you know, I can i to say this, but Bill Moore said it really well. We are a silly people. He had a segment <laughs> a, a, a week ago on a show, which got played all over, and he said Americans are becoming a silly people. We are worried about denigrating or being racist against the Chinese character in Dr. Seuss, while almost two billion of Chinese people in China do not care about it. And, and, and to the point, at the summit in Alaska, this comes home to roost. you got a weak Secretary of State at Tony Blinken. Well, let's just be honest. That guy's not heavy hit. That's not a heavy hitter. Forget the fact that he's, he's a liberal. He's not even a Warren Christopher or Madeleine Albright. No. Right? He, he's not, he, not does, he, doesn't,
0: he doesn't impress anybody, let alone a dictatorial regime. Especially, especially with, with the, the woman next to him with the purple hair that even Joe Biden gets angry at.
1: Oh, is that right?
0: I didn't oh yeah, see that. Joe Biden. oh yeah. No, no, no. The, the, this morning's uh, rumor mill is that Joe Biden chewed out Blinken because he saw the photographs of his chief negotiator sitting next to Blinken with purple hair in front of the Chinese, and the Chinese just laughing at this this purple-haired monstrosity.
1: People could do it. People can wear whatever hair they want. But when you're up and negotiating against the Chinese, <laughs> diplomacy, isn't, diplomacy isn't just what you, you don't you don't,
0: up, you don't turn up in your cut-off jean shorts and your flip-flops, okay?
1: You think Henry Kissinger was, was going was gonna to turn up in an open shirt with his chest there sticking out? You know what I'm saying? Because
0: he, he was quite a swinger back in the day. He, he had can. the bell-bottom pants on. He did.
1: Well, you know, speaking of Henry Kissinger, you know, this is, there's a great story about Henry Kissinger that, that uh, you know, because Henry Kissinger apparently, when he got divorced, the first one was quite the ladies' man. Oh, he, okay? he,
0: he was, for, for, for his short uh, Austrian Stuff. looks, he was a sex symbol in the 60s. I mean, Brit Eklund, right. he used to hang out with the cool cats.
1: Studio 54, the whole thing. Peter Sellers. So, yeah. Speaking of China, there's a summit, and it's Henry Kissinger and, and, and Richard Nixon and Mao. And Mao goes to, to Kissinger and goes, Henry, you're so ugly. <laughs> how come you do so well with the ladies? And Kissinger, in, in his signature baritone, says, Mr. Chairman, power is the ultimate aphrodisiac. aphrodisiac. <laughs> Just totally priceless. So let's, be, let, let's, let's, let's go to the videotape here. In 50 years, in 50 years, we have gone from Henry Kissinger – to Tony Blinken and the purple hair. And the purple hair. Beautiful. And the purple hair. Beautifully put. That's it. That's what we are as a country. And, and if you need to have any more of a visual of why this country is going down the tubes and losing its hegemon status, that's what you need to do. Put those side by side. Henry Kissinger and Richard Nixon opened up China working with Mao Zedong. Now, Tony Blinken and purple hair vis-a-vis Xi Jinping. And by the way, the Chinese haven't changed. They still roll out their power players. They still have their heavy hitters. But that's what we've become. We are a silly people. We are a silly country. And if we don't wake up soon and put some heavy hitters in, put some real players in, we are going to be Argentina. And that is an ugly scene. I've been to Argentina. It's a beautiful country. Love to visit there. But if you talk to the people, when the currency jumps up and down by thousands of percent day to day, that is not a good way to live. So I hope that these idiot Democrats, these idiot liberals, wake up and do the right thing and respect this country, respect what it's built on, respect capitalism, stop worrying about Dr. Seuss, stop worrying about woke liberalism, and worry about making our country stronger for America.
0: Last thing I want to do, I don't know if you saw this, uh, there was a lady who like yourself, um, understands what living in a communist or post-communist country is like. And she was interviewed by Tucker Carlson. She owns a restaurant. She owns a bistro. And she said that, that she's being reminded about what it was like back in Poland and not in a good way. Eric, can you play video cut seven, please?
1: Well, tonight, authorities in Michigan are doing everything they can to put a restaurant owner in prison, why? Because she owns a business during COVID. She's still free tonight, as far as we know. We spoke with that restaurant owner earlier. Here's our conversation. Melina, thanks so much for coming on. So you came to this country 35 years ago in search of freedom. You are now a corona criminal who's been told you have to turn yourself in. I have to ask you, how does that feel? feels horrible. Reminds me like I'm back in my country under communist regime.
0: Boris, that's an American now. Isn't that sad? It's more than just being silly, and we can be laughed at for being silly, but when somebody from a communist country says she feels reminded today by what's happening to her here, we have our work to set out for us, don't we?
1: No doubt. It's a scary time. The country's at a scary place. You have the dictatorship of the left. The dictatorship of woke liberalism coming in. You had, I think, and, and I saw a mother um, who was getting in trouble because her kid wasn't wearing a wasn't wearing a mask. I mean, this is happening all over the world now, and 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 it's being driven by the woke liberals in the United States. So we are systematically killing our businesses in this country, even while Joe Biden seems to be celebrating the success of Operation Warp Speed, President Trump's operation, let's be honest. So we're being told that COVID's better, but the country still can't open up in in a lot of places. So we have to look at the United States. This is an inflection point for this country. Are we going to go down the path of Venezuela or are we going to course-correct are we going to elect, elect Republicans of 2022? Are we going to elect Republican President in 2024? I hope it's Donald J. Trump. And are we going to get back to being America? The United States of America. The most powerful country on earth. That's what I want to see. That's what I hope for. That's what I'm fighting for every single day.
0: I think I might have the title of my next book if I write another one. I think it might be Back to America. Quote from the Baron... Nicely done, sir. Nicely. Maybe
1: it's credit. Who knows? Who maybe, knows? Maybe.
0: Maybe. We could do that. We can play around I'll, with that. let Follow, do it. Let's follow do this it. man, Boris EP, on Twitter. Boris underscore Epstein on Instagram. I'm Sebastian Gorka. Seb Gorka on Twitter. Our show, uh, my show is America First. The website is sebgorka.com. Subscribe. Hit the like button. Do us a review. And please spread the word. This has been episode 55 of The Battle for 1600.